Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. makes me so happy and, and i'd like to point out that we're all still dancing <laughs> can you really dance the doctor who thing oh yeah, oh, yeah. you can dance doctor slow who. all right jam. Slow, slow doctor this is, who jam. yeah this defines slow jam it kind of does it's tight muscle control as you can see roth is really just she's got a groove i'm not going. helping guys don't <laughs> helping or just a pop right. like that Okay, guys, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Doctor Who wrap-up show, Season 7, Episode 5, The Angels Take Manhattan. That's creepy. Yeah. That's totally creepy. All right. That was creepy. Especially but after the angels. But not as creepy as baby angels. No. Nothing, nothing uh. is as creepy as baby angels. Um, I'd just like to point out before we begin that my puffy eyes are due to the fact that I watched this show twice, cried, Marathon Homeland, and read The Hunger Games for the first time. I did not sleep. How much did See you that? like The Hunger Games? <laughs> oh, my God. Loved. That's loved. a whole discussion later. Yeah, later. later. Tune okay, in but, on Twitter. We'll live tweet our discussion later. And now you've all heard that I have a problem with baby dolls. I don't like them in general. I don't like talking babies. Don't like baby dolls. Yes. Don't like baby angels. But before we begin. <laughs> ah. yeah, you're you're going to have to sit over there if you keep doing that. Um, okay, before we begin, guys, make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe, rate us nicely, please, and leave us comments. Um, as you know, we do read all of them, and we comment back. We really, really love you guys, and it means a lot when you do that for us. Um, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Jenna Bush. I am Roth Cornett. I am Matt Lieberman. Very special guest. I'm Caitlin Mastendray. Yay! Yay! Thanks Welcome. for being here, Caitlin. Huge uh, Doctor Who fan, yes? Yes, I am a Whovian. So, Sweet. what was this everything you wanted and more for the exit of the puns? Yeah, I mean, preferably <laughs> not dying, but of course you get death along with it, but it was nice. It was nice kind of farewell thing. I, I know we've been warned for a few months already just going on Doctor Who going, no, please don't. Please let it just be a stupid rumor. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. How about so you, Matt? Sad. Were you satisfied? 
I was satisfied. Uh, I was shaking. I was I was quaking. I yelled at my TV multiple times, <laughs> like I was doing that like person in a horror movie, like "Get out of there! What are you doing? No! Come on!" And it was literally like "Get out of the basement." Yeah. Get, mm-hmm. Why it are you down there? Perfect. Never go yeah. into a basement. Never go into yeah. a basement. That's dark. Rory. No, you don't Ever. go in the basement, and you find. You, However, you, in his defense, yeah, that was really some go. sick mafia business where they were oh, like, yeah. "Here's a box <laughs> of matches." Well, why are you giving me the box of matches? <laughs> It's funnier that way. Yeah. <laughs> Screwed up. Yeah, that is some oh dark God. business, yeah. Moffat. Can I just say, I mean, over over the past few weeks, people have 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 tweeted at us, have talked about potentially the uh, the Statue of Liberty being an angel. Yes, and there I was, we go. And I was expecting it to happen. I didn't think that he would pull it in the first two minutes of the episode, yeah. and it was so awesome. Yeah, it, it was really so was. Awesome. I love this response Good. because there. I think that could have been a colossal fail. I mean, I yeah. really think it could have been like it's the Statue of Liberty, but it worked so gorgeously when he yeah. turned around and it was just like. Oh my Give God. me your sick and your tired and your everyone, and I will send them back in time. And your time energy. <laughs> and give me all of your time energy. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know why they're like muscle, like mustache twi- twi- twisting villains. Well, no, they, they have to be. They have yeah. to be. Yeah. All right, so um, I just like to point out that I'm going to New York in a couple of weeks for New oh, York Comic Con. Beware of the angels. And I don't think I'm going to be able to go to Central Park. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to be able to hit Bow Bridge, yeah. which is where everything happened. I don't think I'll be able to hit um, Bethesda Fountain. I honestly think you should do all of the above and just create yeah. an online like a little video montage of you weeping. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That'd be so funny. God, it to, might happen. It to might. the Doctor Who music. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Oh, I can so see upsetting. it. I can see it in my head. So upsetting. All right, so, okay, all right, so I want to let's talk about the episode obviously, yeah. but let's just talk about the angels constructing a building. Snack. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Creating the snack building, and then taking over every Win- single statue of Manhattan. Winter Key. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Winter Key. Well, okay. First of all, it was never said that they built the building. They did infest the building. No, it like said they. I, I. I. Hey, tweet, pu- tweet, folks, because I swear River said they built like they constructed okay. it as as like a battery yeah. basically okay. a, a time energy battery they turned it into a and battery. so like the, the idea is that they send people back in time and then force them to live in these rooms mm-hmm. and suck their time energy very kind of a, a first matrix so exactly i was just going to say just yeah. like totally. the matrix like yeah. the human time yeah. energy battery and they have to live out their life in this room so i have a few questions about that okay. Okay. who's providing the food to that, like the angels going out to the deli yeah. and picking up a sandwich every right. day. Well, they just keep showing up behind the deli guy. Yeah. Every exactly. time it turns around, they get closer. They steal the sandwiches and then they run. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. It's, it's, it's a perfect system. I know. I want to say that I loved, like you guys, I did love the episode. And like Matt Smith said, you'd have to be an alien or, or a Dalek, more specifically, not to have gotten choked up by this. Yeah. But oh, I, yeah. I mean, there were some things that I was like, wait a minute. What, <laughs> Where are they? Getting food. One thing first, I just want to address uh, the uh, Father Wizard uh, tweeted at us. To, uh, so, do you think the angels are entities that just inhabit statues? Right. That'd explain Lady Liberty. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's basically. Is that not what the episode? I think that's so, what yeah. intimated. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what the doctor said. He, he mm-hmm. was saying that they've spread all over right. all over the city. They've they've uh, grabbed all these statues. They turned right. into them. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is which is new and interesting. And it's also interesting when the angels decide to snap a neck, mm-hmm. and when they decide. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously in this case, I mean they 
they explain it away with that line. Yeah. Oh, they're, you know, they're feeding off the time energy yeah. Yeah. Um, in this particular case. But that was just something, too, that, yeah. that that's for sure. Well, I think different groups of angels have different strategies for different reasons. I think the only reason why those angels were snapping necks in uh, in the fifth season yes. is mm-hmm. because they were getting all the energy they needed they, from the leaking from the core. from the whole right. well yeah, there yeah. Was no or reason. from the leaking core yeah the leaking core of the ship right so they were just trying to escape they'd been trapped there forever they weren't going to let anything Stop prevent them. them from leaving right. versus in New York they were in control right. right like you've got you've got a pasture of cows mm-hmm. do you continue to milk them. Or do you slaughter them for food when there might be no more cows? Right. When yeah. you're not getting any food if they die. Right. So you want you want to keep milking the people. Ew. <laughs> so disgusting. Okay, fine. It's, I know that was my very own fault, but yes, still, I'm... That is I'm all on of, you, Jenna. Totally that is, is all... You set yeah. that up. And I'm a little you horrified that with myself. Yeah. I, I should hang my head in shame. Yeah. I do want to uh, talk about, if, if, we're, if we're talking about sort of like little... Inconsistency. Little right. niggly, yeah. twiddly, twiddly yeah. danglers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was your fault. I had nothing to do with it that. It was all <laughs> I want to talk about angel mechanics. Yes. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, snatching people up and, and whether or not they exist in a corporeal form. Yeah, right. I think yeah. we do need to talk about okay. that. Okay, so... It, when River is taken uh, into into the mob boss's headquarters. And he's got her wrist. Yeah. The angel has grabbed her. Yeah. Grabbed her and did not send her back in time. Exactly. Right. Did not send her back in time. Light switch comes on. It's a statue again. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, when poor Rory is zapped back in time, we see the angel before, he's di- before he has disappeared. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. People were looking at the angel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy saw the angel. So how did that happen? How did that happen? Right. And that's the other thing yeah. is that even when Amy turns around, so she's not looking anymore. Well, the doctor and River are still seeing the angel. Exactly. Yeah. More to the point, there were many discussions that happened that were like, you're the Statue of Liberty angel. Let's have, and I love I this moment, but let's have a deeply romantic, <laughs> sort of long drawn exactly. out discussion about paradoxes. No one's got their yeah. eye on the prize. There is, yeah. I mean, there's like, she's facing the, the angel and then... He, he sort of switches on the uh, on the balcony, but, but and he's then, looking. But then, yeah, then they're looking at each other, well, and no yeah. one. Okay, but okay. how about this? Uh, we don't see anybody. But Could someone, River? no, someone in the building across the street was probably looking at it and be like, why is why the Statue, Statue of Liberty, Liberty on my street? Like, on my street. Yeah, no, that's like, when they did yeah. walk in, there was all those creepy neighbors like sitting there going like that. That's so. true. Yeah. That's true. No, that is true. It is New York City. There yeah. are a lot of people. Right. But then that begs the other point. It is the city that never sleeps. And mm-hmm. there are uh, 8 million people in, yeah. in New York City. How <laughs> how do they ever not have someone looking at them basically <laughs> to run around right. and get the sandwiches it's for true. the people yeah. in the battery? And also, wouldn't those people get tired of sandwiches <laughs> they get tired. after 20 years? Yeah. Uh, even I might get tired of pastrami sandwiches. It suddenly, yes. it suddenly became sort of like, um, oh my goodness, what I, what's wrong with me? The the um, old boy. It suddenly yeah. became very old boy mm-hmm. for a moment, where it's yeah. like, man, Rory's been locked up by himself for he'd be insane at this yeah. point. If anyone know? hasn't seen the movie Old Boy, you should yeah. definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, in it, a man is locked inside of a room with no windows yeah. for 15 years. Yeah, and, he, and he's, uh, clear, awesome. he's obviously insane at the end of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and it's he escapes being, and he gets revenge. And it's being remade by Spike Lee right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so that that was kind of an interesting point, and then. And then there did seem to be like a little loosey goosey, like how time 
like you've already seen this happen, Rory. But at the same time, like if Rory was there, then the old Rory would have already seen Amy come in, and this would have been solved. So there would never have been an old Rory. Okay, we can't go to. I saw. Can't I saw there. Looper last night. By the way, yeah. I love Looper. Yeah, Looper. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Do not spoil anything. We're gonna be here. So we're gonna excited. be sitting here all day with straws if we get into it. We're gonna be sitting here all day. So basically, yeah. in the in the film. Bruce Willis very brilliantly, Ryan Johnson, the writer-director, says very clearly to the audience, we're not getting into time travel. Yeah. And Bruce Willis says it. We'll right. be sitting here all day with straws. Basically, my point is, the rules are different. So I th- think those would be uh, Looper rules, but not Doctor Who rules. Not Doctor Who. Right. Well, I mean, I would I would say um, in any time travel show, yeah. like there's really never going to be something you can't pick apart. So sure. there's there's no reason to... Yeah. And again, just for all the fans out there that are listening, that, that are getting, you know, nervous, we love the episode we're about to... Yeah. We are about to we're getting, kiss it. We're yeah. about to make out with it. May I make out with it first? We're going to make yeah. some love to it. But I do have one more question first. Okay. okay. For who fans, and you can, I really, last this is bit. a legitimate okay. question. Last bit of dirty this, is, business. this is a legitimate question. Okay. okay. So, Doctor Who cannot go back to the time period in the 30s because there's all these time inconsistencies mm-hmm. and it'll explode New York if there's another paradox. Yes. A, how do we know that that's where they got sent back? B, if he can't go to that specific time period, why can't he go to 10 years later? Okay. Right. And they could leave the city. Just saying. Yeah. Walk okay. out of the city. Can I? May yeah. I? Yeah. I beg of you. Okay. One. Okay. If they were buried in New York, that means they were living in New York. You just said buried. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm okay. from New Jersey. Okay. Oh, are you? I'm from New yeah. York. Go ahead. Okay. New York. Yeah. They were buried. <laughs> buried? Buried. They were buried in New York, which means that most likely they lived in New York. Second, he said you're creating fixed time. Amy, mm-hmm. you're creating fixed time. That means I cannot ever see you again. But fixed time is a fixed point in time. We yeah. talked about fixed points in time, but uh, their entire lifespan is now is, fixed. Is now time. fixed. It is a fi- it is fixed time that cannot Seems be like changed. A new rule. But it, he could have gone to visit them in Arizona. Could have visited them in Arizona. This is that yeah. that actually bothered me because. It, I mean, maybe they couldn't travel with him anymore, but he could have gone back. If she was writing a postscript he anyway... He couldn't go no, back. Could it is say, fixed time. Come so visit us how, in 1942 in Arizona. How is River getting to, to River, right. River the sent the manuscript back before they arrived. Mm. Okay. Yes. River <laughs> sent the manuscript okay. back before they arrived. He cannot see them again. But as long How as we, did she know where they were and where to send it? Uh, how did Doc Brown know? <laughs> we could do this all day. I say, I, I say we tweet Shane Carruth, who made the, the amazing By the way, Primer. Movie, Primer, right, right. who's also a consultant on Looper. I know yeah. this. Believe yes. me, yeah. I just interviewed Ryan Johnson. Okay. We we made okay. out with each other about time travel. Guys, we have to talk about this episode. <laughs> we really do. We do. Okay, here's, right. well, here's something. Um, the little bracelet that uh, River Song had? They got her. The bracelet. Oh, the the vortex manipulator? (laughs) She's used that before. I know, I know, but like. But why can she not use the Uh vortex manipulator? Because it's fixed time. Okay. They can't affect it. It can no longer be changed. You know Feel free to tweet us on this ultimately, one. <laughs> ultimately, Jenna and I are going to have to submit to the will of Doctor Who and its, right. its writers. But and this guy, five, <laughs> eight and a half inches 
of pure of stubborn of pure stubbornness. <laughs> yes, pure stubbornness. it is fixed. Time. I will say this. I will say this. I I will let it go because I really did enjoy and love the episode, yes. and I'm looking forward to seeing where everything goes in the future. But I just wanted to get that out of the way okay. in case anybody else out there was going. I love this. I adore this. I want to have its babies as long as they're not angel babies. No babies. Don't but talk I do about have babies. One, I do creepy. have one or two okay. questions. Now right. that we've gotten all of that out of the way, good. I'm going to make out with you. How awesome was that episode? It was so good. God. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was it was brilliant. I know last week we were talking all about whether or not it was um, story-wise the best thing to do to kill off Amy and Rory. Yeah. Yes. And we did more yeah. than once. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots it, it became times. It became oh. very Joss Whedon Buffy. We're like, how many times can I kill them? One episode. <laughs> and, I love, and I love that Rory made reference to the fact that he dies all the yeah. time yeah. and always yeah. lives. He's like, why can't I? Yeah. I do He's Kenny. T- I do want to talk about uh, as long <laughs> he is Kenny. He's totally Kenny. Um, I want to talk about, since we were discussing rules, we yes. got a set of new rules this week. We did. R- involving books and reading. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you read something about your future, it is fixed. It yes. can no longer be changed. I don't think this is going to happen for me. No? No. Okay. I don't think I'm going to read about my future in a book. But this is- I also don't think anyone from the future is going to be writing about you in a place that you can see it. Probably I mean, not. We, we've always, I mean, River has always cautioned against spoilers. Exactly. But yeah. now we know why. Yeah. Because once you read it, then, then you have to do it. It's the yeah. truth. Although, wait a second. Which, as much as I'm, as much as I accept that rule now, and I actually really like it. I know, stubborn. <laughs> um, the doctor. Yes. Uh, knew that he was going to. Die. Well, no, he didn't read it. He knew that he was going to die, but then right. he yeah. didn't die. But he did not read it. My bad. Okay. It opens a kind of interesting philosophical question, though. Ready for this? Because, I mean, the idea is, is, is basically this whole idea that so, that's so popular right now, that what you believe is what you manifest for yourself in your life. So I think hmm. it's kind of cool and interesting that the show manages to make that sort of a legitimate um, time, space Reality or yeah. fact that if you read it, then it has to happen because some it's now imprinted in some way in your subconscious and the universal subconscious, so it has to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting. Also, it's not printed, just printed. It's also engraved. Imprinted engraved. and engraved. And I'd like to point out that um, Father Wizard said, oh my God, the displaced Rory is those bastards. Those bastards. <laughs> Sorry, South Park reference. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a really interesting I love world. all of the references this week, you guys. I, know. I hope, I hope yeah. that our viewers and listeners also enjoy this. Yes. We are very and pop culture this geek, weekend. The Geek Matt tweeted at us going back to the why wouldn't they leave. Yes. Uh, the angels would just uh, zap you back in time every time you try to leave the room. So we can, we don't actually. Wait, so, whoa, 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 whoa the Geek yeah. Matt and everyone else. So are we now proposing that Amy and Roy lived out the rest of their existence in that room? No, because the building no longer exists. Because the building no longer exists. Exactly. Paradox. So... So answer that, Geek Mac. Tweet us again and yeah. answer that. Come on, Geek Mac. Put you on blast last week. Put you oh, on blast last snap. week. Now by Roth way, Cornet in this corner. Oh, snap. But by the way, I love you, Matt. You're awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I really want to talk about the River and the Doctor. Yes. Because this relationship has been sometimes problematic Sometimes incredibly awesome. Sometimes yeah, yeah. really, really confusing. We've talked a zillion times about regeneration, mm-hmm. how he's now used regeneration energy on her wrist. Why mm-hmm. is that a problem? Um, but 
but I think the relationship between the two of them is really interesting. And yes. I really, yes. I love the fact that these two actors have so much chemistry despite the difference in age. And I love that they addressed it. And what did she say? If I'm going to be in love with an ageless god who insists on having the face of a 12 year old, we don't show the damage. Yeah. And that's, that's a and you, really and big deal. And then the follow up was gorgeous too. By the way, lovely work, Stephen Moffat, as always, because he's yeah. listening he to really, me yeah. right now. Of course yeah. he um, But I loved the you must hurt. Yeah, the wrist isn't so great either. Yeah. yeah. That what was, do you, that what was do you think about, about their relationship, the doctor and River? I feel like it's really developed nicely. Yeah. And then especially, like, I know it's like in here, they did they touched on the marriage thing for both Amy, Rory, and the doctor, so mm-hmm. it's like, ow, my heart! <laughs> <laughs> this was the first post-married episode mm-hmm. where they both were they In both the knew situation. that they were married? It was both for yeah. both of them. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it was kind. It was very. I mean, I I think that this is the first glimpse because I've always thought about that. Where like the Doctor is a very difficult character to really depict in an actual mundane kind of a relationship or in domesticity. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he doesn't belong there at all, which we saw when he tried to hang out with Amy and Rory. Didn't work. So and she doesn't belong in domesticity either, which is why they they're two psychopaths together on a TARDIS. But I was really pleased that they at least showed a little bit of the normal everyday stuff that goes on in a relationship with the misunderstandings and that his intent is so pure to stop her from hurting, but she's mad because she considers that an insult. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. um, just the, the moments where, like, he's fighting with her in the book, but also his yowza at the book. Like, he's yeah. reading about this woman, and that that was, I think, one of the coolest things, because not only do they have the chemistry, yeah. not only is there all of this history, but he even reads about her, and, and he's he likes like, her. Whoa. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. like, yeah. I'd oh. love to see that go a little further. I would too. I would love to see her travel with him for a little bit and to be able to explore this episode. I do understand on the part of the writers why they would resist it because yeah. that can go south so fast. Yes. You know? Especially because you've built it up for so long. It's been, yeah. what, uh, four years now? Like right. since they introduced her in 2008? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot of history. I think, too, that in an odd way, it's like with the television series, you know, jumping the shark is mm-hmm. when when Ross and Rachel and friends from a million years ago they said that was the biggest jumping the shark moment when they had them get together. Moonlighting back to moonlighting. moonlighting. That you was know, the you first can go big one. right. Yeah. You can go on and on and on. And so they are married, but the truth is, is that what people love, I think, about the the River Song and Doctor Doctor relationship is the bittersweet nature mm-hmm. of the relationship. And so, it's if doomed. you show them yeah. exactly, and every time we see that, we we feel the bittersweet edge of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, if they're like hanging out, yeah. you're like, oh, it's what. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's even more so because, like, in the tenth Doctor, it's like, oh, he knows she's gonna die, so it's like, ow, that hurts even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Why you give me that? Totally. Oh, I would like to point out that um, Matt here sent me something that I can't unread. Oh god. Um, we had talked that we had mentioned that somebody must have written fan fiction about the Doctor and River Song hooking right. up because oh, no. uh, of the wedding of River Song. <laughs> so someone must have written the wedding night of River Song. Oh no! And Matt found it. And I found and it and sent it to me. <laughs> okay. And I read the whole thing it's in there forever oh god i didn't read the whole thing i read the first three sentences i was like nope i read it big all caps nope i read it let's not encourage encourage but there is something about that the reason i brought it up is not just to torture matt but um but because is that something you really want to see do you want to see them hook up no i want to see them i think you don't i think that you don't i think that it's like we're saying you need you need it to be star-crossed lovers all the time but then ultimately where does that go do you know what i mean where how far can you really go with that i don't know yeah i mean i 
what I truly believe is, um, and we got this in The Doctor's Wife, he may be married to River Song, but the only real love affair he will ever have is with his TARDIS. Right. Mm. Disturbing, because the TARDIS is also kind of his child. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Nuh-uh. He stole it. He stole the TARDIS, and it was, it was totally steal a already baby. alive. No. <laughs> well, and then, like, now you're just picking fights. And then when the TARDIS uh, was in the woman, she said she stole him. That's true. That's true. It's true. I mean, and, yeah. and I and we all have... baby can steal somebody? I ask you. <laughs> the what baby can steal somebody? Yeah. Stewie. He's a toddler. I have a problem with talking babies, too. I'm sorry. Stewie Griffin is a toddler. (laughs) He's not. He's in a diaper. He's one year old. One year old is still a baby. Okay, anyway, let's move on from if Stewie is a toddler or not. Two years old is a toddler. Actually, let's let's talk about what's coming up for um, AfterBuzz TV because, guys, if you guys are watching this, I know you're fans of AfterBuzz. So we have a zillion shows. Well, maybe not literally a zillion. We're doing 50 shows a week now. That's the same as a zillion. That's totally the same yeah. as Zillion. Um, including, um, in a few hours from now, the first Homeland show that yes. Roth and I will be doing together. Yay! So, another in. very different but really, really excellent yeah. Emmy-winning series. So, so if you love any show on TV, odds are that we're already doing it. So you should check it out. If you love our show, you'll probably love those shows. And if there's one that we're not doing, you should probably email AfterBuzz and get it on the air. Because uh-huh. we'll probably do it. We'll probably do it. Like, like, also, if you guys liked the series you're Rico, which I know that you did. Mm-hmm. Jenna and I reviews the final season. We had everybody came in. Colin came in twice. Mm-hmm. Neil came in like three times. Neil Grayson and Jamie. Grant Imahara called Grant in. Imahara. It's awesome. You should watch it. It's lots of fun. Totally. Yes. Enough self-promotion. Oh, no. One more thing. We will be doing classic episodes. Yes. yes. And uh, later, have we, we've decided on the first we episode. Have, yes. The first episode we will be doing with our new uh, classic Doctor Who podcast is The Caves of Androzani, which is a uh, fifth Doctor adventure, Peter Davison. It's available on Netflix streaming. I think it may also be available on Amazon Prime. You should watch it before next week. It's uh, the highest rated, or the highest, like, you know, in terms of uh, audience ratings who like what episodes. It's the highest rated classic episode ever, according to DoHurstDesigns.co.uk. I always (laughs) pimp them out because I love their website. And uh, we're going to be talking about that next week. Really exciting. Very exciting. Okay, so I'm going to submit once again and say that you're right. the, The doctor's wife proved that it is his wife. And it was a great episode, and I love it. But I also think that he is a very, um, you know, he's sort of a non-sexual entity in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and I, I think that ultimately, so so for me, any relationship he has, has inherently kind of a paternal edge to it. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. makes, I think, the I think that's all the more reason why River Song needed to be older than him. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. like physically older than him and, and a kind of dominant force in our own right. Because no matter who he's with, he seems like the goofy brother dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I, I do want to say something about that, too. Um, because I think it's something that I, I used to review Big Bang Theory, and I, I'm starting to do it again, but there's there's a character, Sheldon, yep. who is, is pretty much asexual. But I think early, in earlier episodes, when you see him start to do something normal, that's when you're like, oh, he could almost be. He could and then almost you pull back. Be. And that's the thing that I think draws you. I think when he hugs Penny, you're like, oh, and it's, oh, no, you're not normal. And I think that's the thing with the doctor. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if he was completely asexual, if he was completely just, like, goofy sidekick dad guy, then you wouldn't. You have wouldn't... all these crushes on him. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> but I think, I think the moments where you see him, like, fix his hair before he goes to see his wife. Or the so thing cute. where he and Rose 
clothes or yeah. you know just yeah. there are certain moments where you're well, like oh Christopher it, Ecclesian though well, yeah. was Christopher Eccleston, Eccleston. Eccleston. I don't know <laughs> I gave him I gave him a very religious name I was gonna say um, I don't know where that came Christopher Eccleston Ecclesian if you <laughs> will me. thank you very much he was the one doctor of, of the more this recent series that I would say was sexual you know what I mean and he he didn't quite have he I was wasn't, about to make a comment he was well, listen to me I'm just saying he wasn't quite as goofy and fun and 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 so, certainly not as Matt Smith he right. was hardened um, from the time war he, right exactly. he was hardened and he was more man like and I think you know yeah. she made the joke about this as the face of a 12 year old Matt Smith is the most young and boyish by the way I love all of them yeah, yeah. and yeah. I have had various crushes on all of yes, them yes the comment so, I was going to make was that I would actually hook up with any any one of them exactly <laughs> so, so like but when I say Jenna, asexual what? There, you, every week I'm single what do you want <laughs> All right. Okay, Newly but, single. But this okay. is what I'm saying about Matt Smith, New York Comic Con. <laughs> he may be a little young for me. <laughs> I'm not saying no. Matt yeah. Smith, what? Yeah. I, I'm saying, so when when you say asexual, I just mean like that he's it's meant to be a god. Yeah, totally, totally. No, I just, I think that's, the, the cool thing is that he is asexual, but you still have those moments yeah. where you're like, oh, but if we would just, yeah. that's one of the reasons you and love I'm, him And I'm sure more. there are fans, especially of the Russell T. Davies era, yeah. who would argue that the relationship with Rose was, mm. was romantic. I ultimately think he cared about her very deeply, like as deeply as anyone could care about anybody else, but I do not think it was romantic. No, I, I think there was a made. little bit of it. I think there was a there was a fl- Okay, let me ask you. Yeah. Which of the doc A, first of all, which of the doctors do you like best? Uh, Put you on the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say number ten. David Tennant. David Tennant. Oh yeah. I think Ooh. that you are in good company with many people. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with Matt, but I I think I have a tendency to really love whoever is playing the Doctor at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, you know. and well, the Geek Matt tweets, uh, "Hey Jenna, he's going uh, as the Eleventh Doctor to New York Comic Con." <laughs> Good to know. I'm sure you will be the only one, and you'll be very very easy to spot if Dragon Con is anything <laughs> to go by. You'll definitely be the only person dressed as the Doctor. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Father Wizard also tweets, uh, "All babies can steal someone." They steal your souls. Oh, God. This is why they creep me out. No offense to anyone with babies. Yeah. Which is... All right. So I think we should now, we should talk about the angels and those baby angels who were so super creepy with their little cackling laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like it. I don't like it. I... I I I don't love it. I I mean it's it's yeah. really really creepy, but yeah. I love how creepy it is. Oh yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean it's one of those. I'm like, good on you mm-hmm. because you didn't think that the angels could be creepy enough. Yeah, yeah. Take cherubs. <laughs> um, if you guys have been on Tumblr lately and you've seen the zillions of Doctor Who gifts and everything, I don't know if anyone's noticed that people have made um, angel masks and they're just sticking them on people's windows. Oh, oh, that's not God, nice. That's yep. mean. That's hilarious. Now, it might be a, just a setup, but if anyone comes to my house and puts a damn angel on my window, I, I'm going to hell to the law. I'm going to do that. That I, was I awesome. I'm not actually make threats. I'm just saying it yeah. won't go well for you. I think the reason that they're so creepy is the same reason that Jamie was so creepy. Do you guys remember Jamie? Yeah, from mm-hmm. the first season uh, in uh, Doctor Dances and Empty Child. Yeah. Jamie, n- yeah, no, no, 
Jamie, Jamie, is that the gas mask? The gas mask was that the the name of the 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 empty empty child? child. Yes. Okay. Wait. What was the whole title? Uh, It's the empty child was part one. The doctor dances. Yes. 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 I thought you were putting it all together now. (laughs) I thought he was like the doctor dances the empty child. I was like, that's a very strange (laughs) dance to do. The doctor dances with the empty child. Ooh, upsetting. If anyone comes up with a dance called the empty child, tweet it at us. Please, I beg of you, video it right now. So yes, the the empty child. So Jamie, but the reason is is that I mean in archetypally this is always true is that it's that innocence overcome by kind of and it's in every horror movie that I've just seen ten of in the last week. That's why but, I don't like clowns. No one likes clowns. No, well, that's true. no one likes clowns. No. Yeah. But yeah. I love you hear us clowns. We don't <laughs> like you. I love. I love Jamie. Be, well, with Jamie was a little different because there was still a little bit of that boy in in yeah. it. Oh, that, he was like um, heartbreaking creepy. He was heartbreaking yeah. creepy. The angels are just like, how many ways can I kill and destroy you? Oh, you I know, have the baby. Yeah. And claws. And <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Sliver Diver uh, tweets at us, they're not babies, they're cherubs. I know that. Well, I yes, said cherubs. But cherubs are baby angels. Yeah. He so. also he <laughs> also that. tweets at us, he, he says that on Bad Wolf Bay, the doctor told Rose that he loved her. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're talking about uh, the fourth season finale. I think we can just we can let that. So I, I I hate that episode. I'm just gonna say it. It's it's it was mm-hmm. it was you didn't have to do that. I don't think I think their relationship was stronger if you didn't have him say that. Okay, that's yeah. me. I just have to point out that um, Lee Ace on Twitter, who was was feeling my pain last night, who is many 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 hours ahead of us and saw it way earlier and yeah. warned me how many tissues I'd need, um, said that she dreamt of the angels last night and she it wasn't pretty and she feels oh, my pain. God. It's two forty four a.m. right now and she's watching. Watching us live, so thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. You rock. You rock. My name is Jean. So thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. That's <laughs> and thank really you for nice. keeping staying up with me last night while I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, she was tweeting me, and I was like, "It sucks. It's so sad. Heart squished." Okay, you guys. Let's let's talk about Amy and Rory. Okay, oh. I'm I'm totally heartbroken. Though I have to say, um, because we discussed it last week. There was no better way to do it. Yes. I, I don't know if yeah. you guys agree with me, but the, I, there really was no better way to do it. 100%. Yeah. You did kill them off. They did end up having a life together. They did get the li- the ordinary life that they'd been talking about in the mm-hmm. episode before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got everything. Yes, it was heartbreaking for the doctor, but it's even more important that he doesn't travel alone, which is something River says to him at the end. Right. Yes. That that's. I thought that was interesting that that was brought home once again after the last several times yeah. that it's been brought home. Well, I think it's because, and we discussed this, I think we've discussed it all season, yeah. that if he lost them, he would spiral into this darkness. This dark place. Yeah. I don't think now that he will. Do well, you? That, no, I don't think that he will because he kept getting that message. And I think it was it was a, a point of the writers right. so that that would not be the storyline. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like he was, as sad as he was, he was satisfied with that afterward. Let, let me ask you guys a question because I don't remember, and forgive me for this, because I believe this was a comment on, and you may have discussed this in the last couple of weeks, I yeah. believe this was a comment on one of our previous episodes, that it, somebody had commented that they, it was said in the first series that the um, 11th Doctor was going to turn evil. Did we talk about this? No. That so, so. yeah, Or somebody may have emailed this or tweeted this, but somebody said it was basically said, and I don't know if this is true it was said somewhere sometime that the 11th doctor was going to turn evil 
Well, then I think that that's something. I don't that know we're if gonna, that's true at all. I'm going to rewatch the first series and we'll come back to this issue okay. next week. Good. Yeah. I think that that's, that's what we'll do. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, so uh, there was also a bunch of tweets um, and comments about Amy and Rory waving to each other. And was that ever explained? Oh, right. In uh, in Cold mm-hmm. Blood and the Hungry Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never explained. They could have done that between adventures. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. They could have done it between adventures. Uh I think I think we can stow that one safely. Yeah, away. I just wanted to bring it up because people have been tweeting at me all week yeah. about it. So can I just say one little thing? I love those glasses, the round yes. glasses, and I hope they come back. They add a level of age to him. They do that. Mm-hmm. I really love. Well, we noticed that, and I mean, uh, Stephen Moffat had said that he was going to change how he dresses mm-hmm. in in sort of the next next half of this season and he was not his bow tie. There was no yeah. bow tie. In the preview. We only got three shots in the preview. Yeah. But there was no bow tie. Yeah, there was an intimidating white man. Yeah. There was an intimidating <laughs> white man. Um what do you what what do you think? Where would you like to see the doctor go? Where would you like to see? Um I mean I know it's like like the doc uh, excuse me, dark doctor. Like, oh, it's like at the same time, like maybe, like we've seen glimpses of how yeah. angry he can be, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, please don't go there, right? Because yeah. I mean, it's like, no, don't. You're better. Where, where did, <laughs> did you read about this idea of the eleventh doctor being the dark I've seen, doctor? Like, where did on you YouTube, read that? Yeah, I guess YouTube all those videos that pop out at me. I'm going, no, please don't, no. <laughs> Put that away. Do not do that. If you read it, it's final. So don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yes, that was really awesome. Yes, that was, was very meta. Oh boy. <laughs> Now I'm going to read some tweets, and they're going to be final. Um, so the Geek Matt tweets it as, I guess the da- Dalek nanocloud was, uh, he says reverent, but I think he meant relevant. Um, I, we haven't had that tied up yet. We didn't have mm-hmm. Amy turning into a Dalek. That never came back. It could still come back in mm-hmm. the second half of the season for the Doctor. Yeah. But we, we honestly don't know. It may just be one of those things that just gets put away. Well, here's a question for you guys. I know that they have said that um, it, both Karen and I believe I believe um, Arthur said it as well, that they're not going to come back for cameos. Right. Yeah. Do you believe them? No. I think they can't. I think they can't, unless it's some oh, kind really? of... really? Because Rose was in a parallel universe and she came back. <laughs> uh-huh. Fixed time. Science Fixed Parallel fiction. universe. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this down right now, and people can argue with me, and I know that you will, because I, I can already sense it coming. Good. Um, <laughs> Let's throw it the, down. The fourth... Okay. Yeah. The fourth season of the new series of Doctor Who would have been far better served if Rose did not return. If Rose did not return, Mm. I think that it would have been a lot better. I think that he threw it in there to please the fans, but it ultimately spit on the incredible finale of season two where we had our hearts broken when she was ripped away. The fact that she could come back cheapens that whole moment, and I honestly believe that that was a misstep. I totally agree with that. Oh, watch this. I agree. Yeah. All right. All All right. right. That's good. We all love each other. Call off the dogs. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody, we agree. Yeah. Well, I think that's something that we were talking about last week about whether or not, like, if they killed them, it would be better than if they just let them go off and live their happy life together. As we said, both things happened and it was awesome. But, um, but yeah, I think it did cheapen that. The, the moment, um, the, the New, Year's, New Year's Eve thing, I, I appreciate I think, it. I think this, I think that it's like with, 
that Game of Thrones, and this is a very different series, obviously, because it's a family show, and Game of Thrones is not. Yes. not. Um, but it, the tension is really there before, in part because you do not know who is going to die. And once they're dead, they're dead. That's it. They're gone. Yep. Yeah. Maybe. No. I'm not saying anything. Um, but for the most part, Yes. yes. Right. They're gone. Um, or at least in that form. Fixed and, time. Fixed time. Fixed. I, I, it, I, well, I agree with you story-wise. I don't know that that will be what happens. Okay. Right. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see them in some clever little way. Yes. I would be surprised yeah. if they came back into the story. Yeah. But like Rose and the New Year's Eve moment. Yeah. Like that sort of thing that, that was, was that, that was didn't great. cheapen it. That to me that one thing was lovely. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. The rest of it I, I totally agree with you. Um you maybe could see them in some clever way, but I I don't think they're going to come back into the storyline. Yeah. I think that you're right, Jenna, though, that he did manage to hit all of the requests from the fan base. You know, mm-hmm. we want to see a happy ending. We want to see them die. We want yeah. to see him never we be able to see them again. Twice. See them die and twice. We had that double fake out, which was so heartbreaking. Two times in a row, I thought, oh, my God, they're, they're fine. Everything's okay. Ah, don't read it, Rory. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Damn it, Rory. But um, I, I just want to put BBC America on blast really quickly Good. because the commercial break uh-huh. right after they jump to their potential doom completely ruins the gravity of did they survive. And I get, okay, you know, you have the commercial break mm-hmm. to wonder what happens, but that like breathless moment mm-hmm. when they jump and then it fades to white and then they pop up again like ah oh, that relief i didn't get that relief when i watched it yeah. with the commercial breaks i was just like oh okay i guess they're alive because the commercial allowed you to calm down and think clearly exactly. right then you're like yeah right. they can't <laughs> exactly. oh they can't be they, well all right <laughs> yeah but was there anything else you would have wanted to see caitlin for rory and amy how would you like to see them live out the rest of their life i'm hoping they're detectives that would be an interesting. I mean, <laughs> since she did publish something. Of course, since he said publish, that would make you wonder what they're doing currently. Like, is he a writer? I don't know. But still, it's. I like the way it's like, the, okay, finally, they're happy. That's all I need. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And it was Amy typing. <laughs> yeah. So yes. that's, I, I yeah. kind of, yeah. And we, we did get a, I got a tweet earlier. I, I think we all did. That was about, you know, like, I'm glad it was, I think it was, I think it was the Geek Matter. It was Geek Matter, Father Wizard, saying uh, that, they're really happy that the pawns got a happy ending, but boy, is it heartbreaking that we won't we don't get to see it. Right. And I'm sure that Rory mm-hmm. was still practicing medicine. He knew techniques that even people in the 30s didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think that the most heartbreaking exit that I saw for a companion was Donna. Yeah, I really oh. do. I think that the show, although Rose. Rose was when yeah. it happened, but then you're right, because in season four she came back, it did lessen that heartbreak. But Donna's never regained those memories. No, yeah. she never and will. She and never, she had finally become the person that she, she always wanted, wanted to, to be. be. Yeah. And then yeah. she just forgot her and then how her mother's just like sitting there and she's like, Don't you dare allow her. It's like, Oh, the grandfather knows what no. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. That was incredibly heartbreaking. Now here's here's um just one little thing that I noticed, one little line that I might want to see developed at some point. Doctor Who likes video games. Yeah. yeah. I like video games, too. He doesn't totally like video be great games. Together. He, he loves, loves video games. Oh, my God. What do you play, Doctor Who? <laughs> I, well, he definitely plays Wii. 
Yeah. He loves Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. puzzle games. He's probably a Tetris fiend. Yeah. I don't see him doing first person shooters. No. no. No guns for him. No guns for him. No. Have you guys ever played? There's an, there's an Xbox Live arcade game called Braid, which is like, yes. it's like a time travel platformer. Uh-huh. He would love that. He totally <laughs> would. You yeah. totally get it. Sorry. I just had to bring that up because that is near and dear to my heart. And I kind of want to see it worked into some story. I would love that. Yeah. Write a video game. Let's, let's, can we talk to you though about you and your work and your life? Yeah. Tell us everything about the middle. The middle is very excellent. I've recently done an episode, which yes. will be on October 10th. Tell us everything that happens in the episode. I'm just kidding. Yes. I get you in a lot of trouble. But um, along the lines of like what we we're talking about, Amy and Rory, it is something. Hmm. Oh, a little romantic, perhaps. Do, are you? Did you work with Atticus Schaefer? Yes, but you not did this work, one, but in uh, previous ones. You worked with him previously. Yes. How awesome is Atticus? He is so cool. He and plays Brick on the show, right? Yes, yes. he does, mm-hmm. and he also he voices Edgar in mm-hmm. Frankenweenie. And oh, I, I just interviewed him for Frankenweenie, and I was like, "How awesome are you? You're the best thing. I'm taking you home, and we're gonna be best friends." <laughs> See, you steal kids. That's where it comes from. That's why I I know it's possible. You heard it here first, folks. Roth steals kids. After Buzz TV exclusive. (laughs) That's how I know it's possible, kids. I'm loving the sound effects this week. Kind of awesome. They're the best. So so this is the second episode of The Middle that you shot. Uh, it's the fourth episode. The fourth episode. So you. So tell us about fourth episode of the series. But yeah, okay, of the new series. So it's okay. number. Yes, it's out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> People can see it. Do you know when? It, do you know when your next episode is going to air? Um, October tenth. That one. Okay. So far, okay. that's the only one I've shot. So okay. Okay. Exciting. Can Great. you tell us anything? It's a. You said it's a little bit of a romance. That's all you're going to give us. And in terms of like, um, I mean, like Amy, like we were talking about. Um, cameos or whatever so she's there i'll put it that way okay little mystery now i want to know what's your favorite episode of doctor who as long as you're here talking to fans fan to fan um well overall i have been trying to get into like the classic ones because my mom and dad they are doctor who fans so it's like family affair and i've roped my (laughs) brother into it that's awesome (laughs) for years he's like i'm not gonna watch i'm going just sit down It's funny. Yes. yes, I'm gonna go do a fa- happy fancy dance. Would it, would it be would it be a dream come true for you to be a companion on Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that would be a new kind of companion? Yeah. You're you're craving a new kind of companion. Mm-hmm. Look, let's pitch this right now. Okay, BBC, listen up. Yeah. Pitcher, I will. If you see me in Britain, you'll know what I'll be doing. All right, <laughs> done deal. I will sneak in. No, but um. Uh, favorite one, I do like David Tennant a lot. Just that, I don't know, because he was my, my first ones. Yeah. And like, you never I was, forget your I was, first doctor. I was <laughs> terrified for years. Like, my dad would watch, like, he watches scary stuff. So I just walk by, walk away, walk away, don't look, don't look. So I never use, I had these terrifying nightmares of this metal thing. And I watched the doctor who going, oh, it's a die. Like, I, why didn't you tell me it was a die? Like, if, for some reason, it scared me then, but if I watched Doctor, I didn't, I wasn't afraid of it anymore. It's like, something about the Doctor made me not afraid. Like, the angels, 
I'm not really afraid of him because of the doctor. Gotcha. Oh, that's oh. kind of amazing. <laughs> because he's there, you're he's not there, afraid. You're not of afraid. Him. In <laughs> fact, did awesome. you guys see there was something on Tumblr? And guys, if you if you find it, post it on our our YouTube page or tweet it to us. But there is a thing where um, Matt Smith's doing some con, and a guy holds up his daughter, and and she asks his little tiny girls like, "Are you afraid of the weeping angels?" And he looks at her and says, "Are you afraid of the weeping angels?" <laughs> she nods, and he's <laughs> like, "Don't be afraid." Yeah, I'm gonna take care of him for you. I forget exactly what he said yeah. but it was the cutest thing ever you shouldn't ever, be so. afraid because I'm gonna take care of them yeah. for you and it was so cute it really so is seriously you, you saw it so yeah. if you guys see it just tweet it so we can all I well, think share it's it. such Gosh. a testament to like them, I mean this character and all of the actors yeah. that have played him that that is consistently true that mm-hmm. as the viewer you have that feeling that this really is kind of like a a deity in that way. Yeah. Like, I'm okay because he's here. Even though like, we see that's not the case sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> no. Sometimes no. I, I do want to, since this is really our last opportunity to, it's, this is our post-mortem on Amy and Rory. Yes. I want to just touch on their relationship one more, one last time. Uh, each of us can go around and just talk about their journey. Uh, from where they were in the fifth season where Amy was trying to live out her childhood crush and taking him for granted. Mm-hmm. And then he waited 2,000 years for her. And then in this last episode, her reaction that she could not go on without him, that he was willing to die for her, so she was willing to die with him. And if he was back in time, she was going to go with him. I just thought was so moving mm-hmm. of just how much she loves this man. He insinuated that he had always loved her more than she loved him. And that is not the case. She loves that man. Yeah, I mean, for for me, it was it was an unbelievable relationship. And I think if you had seen that at the beginning, if you had seen how connected they were at the beginning, it wouldn't have made this kind of impact in the final episode. Right. I think that watching her sort of go after the doctor and tell, and I will never forget the line, sort me out. Uh, that's <laughs> cracking me up. But the, through through that, through the wedding, through the relationship, through everything, through him waiting for so many years, it was it was such a beautiful payoff. Yeah, for yeah. a relationship that's built so well over these seasons. And I, and I think that again, a testament to Stephen Moffat is that he didn't feel rushed in that regard. He let it be what it was, and he trusted that it was going to kind of evolve organically over time in the way that a relationship ought to, and that he. Look, if the day before you're going to get married, a lot of people have jitters and want to run off and have other experiences, yeah. you know, and she gets the opportunity to go with a time lord, her childhood crush and so mm-hmm. forth. But I think that she already has been faced once or twice previously of going, who is it going to be the Dr. Aurori? What's it going to be this Aurori? And she always each and every time knows that she cannot live without Rory, that that is her touchstone um, from childhood on, that this... I mean, listen, a man waits for you for 2,000 years and guards a box. He's good. Yeah. Keep him. You yeah. need to lock it down, ladies. Get a ring on it and you. you know? like, wow. Wife him. You better wife him. Yeah, so I think, I th- and I love the glimpses, even though it seemed odd when they were suddenly going to get a divorce, but I did love um, the Pond's life and those little yeah. glimpses of that domesticity. And and they have grown up so much, and I do like the idea that they have aged 10 years and yeah. are really ready. Because I think there would have been a piece of heartbreak if we didn't feel like their journey with the doctor was really complete. Oh, yeah. And it is. 
Yeah, and they were, you know what? They were in their 30s when they got sent back. That means they got 50 good years. 50 good years. 50 good years together. I just want to go to Twitter real quick. Also, they could have a kid, you guys, that the doctor could meet. Well, she said she can't have babies. She yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah, she can't have babies after after. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. They could adopt. They could have kid adopted a kid. Mm-hmm. That, that would, the doctor. That could would meet. be great. Um, so uh, both uh, Sliver Diver and Watchtower Base both tweeted me the video that we discussed of uh, of Matt Smith talking to the little girl. So I just retweeted that. If you look uh, at Matt Lieberman. Uh, L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. I'm going to tweet it as yes. well. We will and tweet it too. I just got another me- uh, mention from Sliver Diver. Uh, he said, Karen Gillan said that all of the tears that she cried at the end of the episode were real because she was so emotional about leaving the show. Oh, I yeah. believe it. You could tell. She, oh, and yeah. she, there's a, you guys can watch the video of the exit of the pond, the ponds in there. You know, Stephen Moffat says he basically knows that actors know organically when they're ready to kind of leave on a high mo- note and when their story is complete. And he said to them, would you guys know the first mm-hmm. minute you know that you're ready to sort of be done, come talk to me so that I can start planning your exit and make sure that it's good. So it was really collaborative. Yeah. And then yeah. in that last scene, she made sure she said, no matter what, if they need me on set or not, I'm going to be there to read that letter. Yeah. I'm going to be right. And she was sitting oh. right beside him. The camera was just oh. on Matt Smith and she was sitting right beside him reading the letter to him and they're both weeping. Oh. It's really nice. You guys should watch this. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, had a lot of trouble sitting through that letter, by the way. I'm just going <laughs> to say it, even though, especially with all of you guys around. I wasn't, last night I was alone in my house watching it, and only mm-hmm. the dog saw me, but, so, whatever. Yeah, and I, I, I just want to say, you know, uh, with them figuring out what would be the right time for them to leave, they stayed the longest out of any they companion mm-hmm. in the in the new series. They were here for two and a half seasons. It was a hell of a run. We're always going to miss them, but they were definitely a formative part of the show as it continues to transform and change, and I think we will miss them very terribly. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But okay. we're looking forward to Clara. Yes. Yeah. So do we think it's time? To go into the, by the way, I have a correction to make, everybody. Yes. It is the field of, of speculation. speculation. <laughs> the field of the zone. Right. I was sitting there yeah. yelling at the computer going, what is the zone it's of speculation? It's not zone. It's, it's field. field. Out here in the field of oh, speculation. Oh, they're singing. Um, so this, okay, is where, so. this is where we talk about our predictions. Yes, but right. we just want to give a warning to people if they don't want to talk about. I feel like. Anything we come up with is total speculation. Exactly. Honestly, like no there is spoilers. nothing because we really don't know. And that is something I just wanted to mention because I don't know how people, first of all, managed to keep Oswin a secret. Yeah. I don't know how everything that happened in this episode, even though it was filmed in the middle of New York, was kept a secret. I am. And there I'm, were 800 people. They said in, they said there were 800 people mm-hmm. there. And so she's having to, like, whisper to him, whisper the letter to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. So that nobody hears. Yeah. This is this is huge that they've been able to do this. And I think it's absolutely brilliant in this land of spoilers. Um, so I don't have the slightest idea what's going to happen. Yeah. I would love to predict something, but honestly, every time I do, I'm sort of surprised by how even more awesome it is than anything I could have come up with. That's true. So I'm, I'm just open to whatever they do. I don't know if it, her name is Clara or Oswin, if it's they're leading us down a path Clauswin. or what. Clauswin. Yeah. You could call her that. Clauswin. Um, I am, I'm just, I'm just sad that it's not until Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you? But since we're here, anyways, yeah. Just really quickly, what what do you think Clara or Clauswin is going to be, or who? Well, 
Well, we need someone for, like, how River was with a doctor, someone to keep him in place so he doesn't go off on that track. Yeah. No, so, only one psychopath retarded. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, even, like, when Donna said to keep him on there so he doesn't feel sad and then start yeah. getting depressed and moody. and But I kind of have a feeling, like... Um, Nobody needs and, a grumpy deity. No. <laughs> no. And when they, were, when they were talking about, like, the death of Doctor, Doctor Who, the final question, and then with when he takes River somewhere before she dies, like... She might be a part of that somehow to keep him steady and just there and just slap you a little bit. Yeah. There could be slapping. I, I like slapping. the slapping. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm good with the slapping. Totally okay with that. Doctor needs a slap every I, now You know, hey, hey, listen, I know, and I don't think that this is where we're headed quite this time, but I mm-hmm. still say that there is a downloadable river somewhere that could be downloaded. We, we, yeah, we, we, we talked about that. That, that could be downloaded into mm-hmm. anything. Into a new body. Into a new body. Brought back later yeah. in the season. Yeah. We, we definitely, we talked about that last week. Yeah. And she is talking about how yeah. she's not happy with the aging. Yeah. Oh, by the yeah, way, um, true. <laughs> Silver Diver said there could be a spinoff with Amy and Rory fighting aliens in the 30s without, without the doctor. Without the doctor. Okay. Yeah, that'd be kind of be their awesome. their version of Torchwood, except sure. it's, it's like except it's in the '30s with noir and yeah. hats and cigarettes. It's like, yeah, it's like the thin, it's like the Thin Man. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the Thin Man. Oh yeah. Doctor, that is awesome. Do pitching it now. Yeah, <laughs> do it. I want some fan art. Okay, <laughs> I want the show. Yeah. All right. So, so what what do you think about Klotzman? Um, I think that there's a few different ways that it, that she could come about. You know, we've talked about the Nano Cloud right. potentially being in the TARDIS. We we have talked about her being an ancestor sure. of Oswin. Um, I honestly don't know. And for once, I'm just going to keep my big mouth shut and I'm just going to let it happen. Because like Jenna just said, it's going to be great. Whatever it is, we're going to buy it. Hook, line, and say like if if this if this episode is any indication, Stephen Moffat is at the height of his powers, and he's got something very cool planned for us. The we're gonna find out within the opening moments of the uh, of the Christmas special how she comes to be. I just hope. Honestly, I want her to be an alien. I want her to be an alien. I want her to be someone who was not raised on Earth. I want her to be so completely removed from what we think of as a companion mm-hmm. or be mm-hmm. be a computer be a computer. I don't know. Be, be a, con- sure, be a, a consciousness computer. in a body. Be, be a Tesla. Be a Dalek. Be, be a part Dalek. <laughs> yeah, why not? I, I want her to something. be part Dalek. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. All right, guys, so thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you come back next week because we are going to start our classic Who episodes. Yes. Um, and make sure you vote for which ones you want to see on YouTube. Subscribe, rate us well, please. Be sure to watch The Caves of Androzani on yes. Netflix. Yes. So you can join in the discussion and we will make sure to have 50% more or less references. It's yes. true. <laughs> All right, guys, so you can follow me on Twitter. First, you can follow AfterBuzzTV at, at AfterBuzzTV. You can follow me at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. You can follow me at J-R-O-T-H-C, that's J-R-O-T-H-C, and you should do so. And you can follow me at Matt, at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. And you can follow me at Caitlin Massandre, K-A-T-L-I-N-M-A-S-T-A-N-D-R-E. No A. <laughs> All right, great. All right, thanks so much, you guys. You guys rock. You. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.